Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Let's get started. I'd like to welcome Simone Berger. Simone, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Nikki. And it's always an absolute pleasure to share my passion with any audience. And I'm very inspired by your show. Thank you so much for helping all of us to move through our life challenges with just more grace. Oh, fabulous, fabulous, Simone. Well, I love that you're passionate about it because, you know, as I said, we go go back in time. I mean, there's some people who left their jobs and they've started baking or they've started making things, creating things, um, you know, studying and trying something completely new. And as I said, you know, it's difficult to be heard in the world today. There's so much noise. And also, Simone, marketing is changing. I, for one, am terrified. I just, the the technology around it, everything I find quite overwhelming and scary. And I'm sure there are people who are listening today who feel the same. So let's start, let's go right to the beginning. Let's go to the simple part of of going out there, being noticed, being heard, being relevant, and, and looking at brands. Perhaps you can just give us an outline. Like, what what actually is a brand and why is it so important? Yeah, that's a great question, Nikki, because I think a lot of us get marketing and brand a bit confused. And let's just start with the brand. So a brand is not a logo. It's not a product. It's not an identity. It's actually the perception that your customers or clients have of your business. So it's really important for all of us who own our own businesses to develop and to manage that perception. How many of us are consciously actually developing a brand strategy to take control of how people see our businesses? Because our customers' needs are shifting every single day, which is another reason why marketing has become so hard. But when you have a brand strategy and you're making your customer the hero, you're able to be more agile and to align to those needs and to allow their perceptions of you to be positive. Okay, fantastic. So what I'm hearing you say is that it doesn't matter how big or small your business is. So this Mm. could be for the person who's just starting up right now, or this could be a huge corporation that what's important is to manage the perception that people have about you, your organization, what it is that you do. And you said, make the customer the hero. Now, now expand on that, Simone. Yeah. So, I mean, again, you know, misconception is that businesses, and you saw this, I'm sure a lot of us saw this, especially in the pandemic, is that a lot of businesses think that they are the hero. So you'll notice their advertising will be, oh, you know, look at us. We've been around for 50 years. We have 4,000 plus employees, global, you know, footprints, et cetera, et cetera. But what does your customer actually care about? When you make your customer the hero, because they don't actually want another hero, their lives are overwhelming. You know Mm -hmm. that because you're a customer yourself. Every single day, you're basically just trying to get through the day with as much energy and productivity as possible. The last thing we want is to be overwhelmed by more data and more advertising. So Mm -hmm. as a brand, it, it is kind of your responsibility, I would say, to stop making yourself the hero and to focus on what your customer really wants, 
What are their needs? What would success look like for them if they were to use your product or service? But also what would be at risk for them or what, what does failure look like for them if they chose not to use your particular product or service? So it's about deep diving into your target markets and really understanding what their challenges are, their internal problems, their external problems, and what they're really wanting to achieve with their lives as it relates to your product or service. And then really taking your product or service and adjusting how you communicate it to fit that language so that you speak with empathy and trust and they get immediately that you are going to help them as their guide. So that's the thing about a good story, a brand story, is that your customer is the hero and the business or the brand, which is what you represent, you're their guide. So the story isn't about you, it's about the hero. Mm. Thank you, Simone. I love the way you explained that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we get back, we we let, let's look at the person who, yeah, who's had to change things during COVID. You know, whatever it is that they've done. Maybe, as I said, they're working from home or they've started something from scratch. Um, you talk about looking at the asking questions, the customer. Let, let's go. Let's go right back to basics, Simone, if we can after the break for that person. Where do they start? So quick break and we'll be right back. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, welcome back. This is the DL Link Show. And of course, this is a show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. I have Simone Berger on the show today. She's an executive brand strategist and coach um, at Univation. And uh, we're talking about, you know, rebranding after COVID. I mean, so many people have pivoted. Some people are still working from home. Um, some have gone back to work. Others have lost jobs. And we're, we're chatting about the importance of branding. And Simone was uh, talking about really getting to understand who your customer is um, and making them the hero in the story. So just before the break, Simon, I asked the question for those people who are starting, um, you know, maybe they've got a few customers, maybe they've already developed into something uh, larger in terms of the brand and how, because you said there's a big difference between branding and marketing. So where, how do people begin? Um, so what's the first step? Do you put money aside, a whole lot of money aside for a whole marketing budget? Do you just get out there and slowly develop the brand as you go along? What, what are your suggestions? Yeah, I think it's a great question. And I think this is probably a step that most startups forget about. And not even just startups, but just people who have had a business for let's say two to five years and are now coming out of a pandemic and recognizing that they need to adjust but aren't really sure on where to start. So yeah. the first place to start is really to, to come to terms with the fact that it's very, very difficult to create a brand strategy by yourself. It's like being in the bottle and trying to read the label on the outside because we're so close to our products and services. So the first thing I would suggest is getting an objective view, whether it's a colleague, a coach, uh, even you know, working with customers can really assist because you're speaking directly to the horse's mouth in that case. But step one is to make that recognition that you are, you, you're, you're almost supposed to feel confused. It's part of the journey because you are so close. 
Step two is to start with, do, you know, obviously um, updating your, your, your business strategy, but then creating and developing a brand strategy because those two strategies go together. No longer can we just go along with just a business strategy. A business strategy speaks to the internal operations and processes, whereas a brand strategy speaks to the external operations and, um, and, and uh, processes. So it's about deep diving into your markets. And this is the most important thing in your, in your business is really asking the question, what am I selling and what is my niche? It's so difficult for us to do this, again, because we're inside of that bottle. But once you have a niche, because we can't be everything to everyone, and this is such a huge mistake that all of us make, you want to be top of mind and a thought leader in a specific niche. Um, and to do that, you've got to focus on what it is that you're most passionate about. The, I would say the third thing there is to make sure that every single touch point that you have with your customers, whether it's the first advertising they see of your brand or the phone call they're making or the, or the newsletters you're sending them or the package you've delivered to their door, whatever those touch points look like, to review each and every touch point along that customer journey and to make sure that you're asking these questions, which is, is it simple? In other words, is it easy for them to engage with you? We hate as customers to be confused by anything. Um, the second thing is, is it compelling? So do I want to engage with you? Are you exciting? Are you showing me something that kind of brings me a star nugget out of my day and that it just looks different to what I'm used to? Number three, is it relevant to what I actually need as a customer? And is it true to your brand? Because your brand needs to showcase itself in a consistent way throughout that journey. And then the last thing I would say as a last step is to focus on your personal story as a way to sell your, your business or your products or your service, because your story is powerful. There's a reason why you started this business. There's a reason why you created this product, because you've gone through your own challenges. And that helps you to show empathy and for you to create trust with your customer. When you tell your story, you're saying to them, I've been there. And remember that guides always have been there. They've worn the t-shirts. And this is how I overcame my sorrow or my challenge. And I can help you to do the same. So I would say start there. Don't even look at marketing. First, do your brand strategy. Understand who you are, what you're selling, and who you're selling to, and what that journey looks like. And then from there, the marketing becomes so much easier. So valuable, Simone, really. Let's go back to that niche um, because you've said it. So many people have a hard time with the niche. And when you, when you talk about the niche, are you saying, be very specific. In, in other words, I think people want to be everything to everyone. So mm -hmm. the more niche they become, they think that they're eliminating opportunities or potential customers. So can you just expand on the importance of really honing in and being very specific with the niche market? I think the best way to describe it, Nikki, is to maybe use an example. Let's pretend yeah. that you are a doctor and you've just come through medical school and you wanna open up your own practice. And the question then of course is, do I generalize or do I you know, go into a specific field of, of study, et cetera? And who do I become known as? If you're going to be a general doctor and your customer happens to be at a bra and someone's ill, 
are you going to be the doctor that they think about? Probably not, because there are there's a general doctor probably in every suburb in Johannesburg or across you know South Africa. But if you were to specialize, let's say you specialized in you know adults, uh, you know teenagers and adults struggling with stress, leaving school, you know going into university and helping them with their health issues, uh, exam focus and productivity. So when I'm sitting at a Brian now as a customer and someone's you know going on about their challenges with their, you know, 19 year old son who's going into varsity and who's having issues with clarity almost on how to keep healthy in an ongoing, you know, busy world. How do I, you know, who do I speak to? What doctors are out there helping them with, you know, health and these very important times of, of, of their lives? The first person I'm going to think about is you because you've niched. So if you want to be top of mind, it's important to really get clear on what exactly are you selling and who are you selling it to? And who, who is their target market exactly? What's their age? What's their lifestyle? What are their challenges? What's the internal problem that they're struggling with? And how does that look as an external problem? And deep diving into all of those specifics. Fantastic. Thanks, Simone. We're going to take a little break. Um, we're going to be right back with more questioning, more questions about yeah, branding, marketing, really just being able to open up to the world um, post-COVID and, and being relevant and having confidence to pursue all the dreams. We'll be right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, if you've just tuned in, welcome, welcome. This is the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. I'm Nikki Seberini, and I have Simone Berger on the show today, who is an executive brand strategist and coach at Univation. We're talking about opening up to the world, um, and, and Simone's been explaining um, the importance of branding. You know, perhaps you've just started a business, maybe you've been in business for a while, and have you taken the necessary steps, really, your story, the story of your customer, make making your customer the hero and um, being very specific when it comes to the touch points, you know, is it, is it simple? Is it compelling? Is it relevant? And, and I mean, Simone has, has shared so many gems with us um, this morning so far. So Simone, now, as you said, really work on the brand before the marketing strategy, because I know we're going to be talking about an incredible uh, summit that's coming up. But just very, very quickly before we get there, the as far as as far as marketing goes in the world today with social media and it's so overwhelming, would you say people should do their own marketing or should people really be looking at companies or individuals to help them? Yeah, I mean, I definitely would say getting other companies to help them. Again, it comes back to you are so close to your product or service. You're inside of that bottle. You can't read the label when you're inside the bottle. It's very hard to sell ourselves. The moment we get someone else objectively who can almost put the hat on of your customer and understand what's going on for your customer, marketing becomes so much easier. Marketing has changed, Nikki. I mean, since the pandemic Things are really different and even our customers' lives are different. And if you are a business-to-business company, you'll know that your clients are also doing their business differently. We have less print media. We have TV that's disappeared into streaming. We have uh, less networking events, or at least that was bruised by the pandemic. And now they're slowly starting to come back. So as a, a business owner, I think it's vitally important to really understand where your particular market is hanging out. 
and to go directly to them. So, for example, if they're in high school or are they in, um, in you know, boardroom meetings, get to where they are and find a way to get to their magazines that they read, their social media groups, and really do research on them by following groups that they follow on social media and creating really valuable posts and I call them golden nuggets, things that they really need to hear from you without selling yourself in any way, just giving away value. And next to that, I think the best way to market ourselves is to create an authority offer. In other words, next to those golden nuggets, find ways of doing speaking events, radio interviews, getting some uh, media out there into magazines, etc. But just become the thought leader in your market and repeat and repeat and repeat what you do, why you do it, and why people need you. I know you're going to think that you're going to be, you know, people are going to get tired of you and getting tired of hearing you repeating yourself. But trust me, it's only after the 10th or 20th time that they hear you repeating yourself that you will become that top of mind for them when they suddenly find themselves having the exact same challenge that you are going to be able to service them on. Amazing, Simone. Thank you so much. So now I know that you're putting together an incredible Women's Breakfast Summit with uh, Learning Edge. Opening up to the world again, what, what is it all about? Yeah, so with Learning Edge and, of course, some of the most incredible speakers, we're putting together a summit or we have put together a summit on the 29th of September. And it's really about opening up to the world after what has been a very challenging two years. And this is uh, more specifically to women business owners. It's for women who have gone through this whole experience. They've got a business. They're probably mostly working on their own. Or if they do have teams, they're all working remotely. And we might be feeling a sense of imposter syndrome or how do we step into a new world that, you know, while we're feeling fatigued or there might be skills that we haven't quite been able to uh, practice. It's a muscle, for example, you know, even just social engagement or negotiation and sales. These are things that we perhaps have lost touch with over the last two years. So this summit was really put together with the aim to empower women again, to support them, to create a networking opportunity for them to meet like-minded people, but also to have really beautiful topics being spoken about, like how to get your edge back, how to empower yourself, how to become future fit again, and of course, as we've just been speaking about, how to brand yourself in a more current way. Mm. And I love, I love that it's a live event. You know, I, I I speak also a lot of different events and quite a few events are still online and yeah. that's fine. But I do love it when I'm invited to attend a live event and to actually see human beings again and interact with them and have conversations yeah. and to speak to people and see faces. It's, yes. um, you know, I don't think it's one or the other. It's definitely the and and the and. And I'm so delighted that it's, you know, people in, in a space, women getting together. So yeah. what, what time is it? I mean, is it a, is it on the weekend? Is it morning, afternoon? Yes, yeah, so it's in the morning, it starts at 7.30 and you'll be um, served a beautiful breakfast and then we'll start the uh, speakers from around 9am and we'll be done by 12.30. 
And the cost is 980 Rand. And they, of course, are very welcome to contact us and to book. Um, I don't know if I should give you those details now or, you know, we can. Uh, yeah, please, Simone, please, please go ahead. I do know, I do know that Dr. Eric Albertini is going to be offering a future fit assessment, which is valued at what, $40? What, what $40. actually is a future? Yeah, what is a future fit assessment? It's an assessment to really understand how future fit you are, looking at the top uh, values of your business, of your brand, and, and of course, of your people to understand, you know, for example, are you innovative and creative and agile? Do you have empathy? Do you have, um, you know, a collaborative energy among your team members? It's, it's really about understanding how ready you are for the future. So it's a beautiful assessment done online, and that will be given away complimentary to um, everyone who joins the summit. Maybe I can also just discuss uh, the other speakers while I'm here. Yes, we please. Also, okay, we're gonna have uh, Cindy Durston who is uh, joining us from Accelerate. And she'll be talking about kickstarting your edge, which is so important because a lot of us feel like we've lost our edge. And then next to that, as you just said, is Eric Albertini, and he's going to speak about how to activate that future fit resilience. And it's such a beautiful skill to have because the future is always going to be there. We, we, we'll never just arrive and say, okay, I've done it. The future will always be calling us forward. So he'll be showing us how to increase that resilience. And then, of course, and I'm so happy that you'll be joining us, Nikki, as a speaker speaking about stepping into your power. So how to empower yourself as a woman. And then of course, I'll be speaking at the end about brand. Fantastic, Simone. Thank you so much. And, and expanding on, on all the, those, as you call them, the golden nuggets that you shared with us, but you're going to be span, expanding on that. So that is um, next Thursday, The I beg your pardon, it's the following Thursday, the 29th. So if people want to book or find out more, how do they do that? So I think the easiest way is for them just to either WhatsApp me or they can email me. So I'm going to pass on my WhatsApp. It's, uh, it's uh, sorry, 084-777-8870. And then email is Simone at univation.co.za. That's U-N-I-V-A-T-I-O-N. Okay, just repeat the WhatsApp number, 084-777-8870. Double eight seven zero. Fantastic, Simone. Thank you so much. I'll repeat that for those who would like to, first of all, go to an amazing live event. It is a Women's Breakfast Summit. You get to see people again, and it's all about opening up to the world and walking away with great insights and inspiration. Simone, thank you so much. Thank what a pleasure you. having you on the show. And really, I've certainly taken away lots, and I'm sure many of our listeners have too. It's been great having you on the show. Thanks, Nikki. Take care of yourself and cheers Thanks. to your audience. Thanks so much. And you too. Ciao, ciao. So that is uh, Open Up to the World again, the Women's Breakfast Summit. Connect, belong, learn. And uh, if you're interested, you can contact um, someone. You can WhatsApp her on 084 That is 084 or you can email her, simon at univation.co.za, U-N-I-V-A-T-I-O-N.co.za.